It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Monday. Great to have you in. I'm James Erpine. Subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. We're there. Also, check out LockedOnBengals.com. I'm on Twitter at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals. And a lot to get into. If you're new to the podcast, it's simple. This is a daily Monday through Friday podcast on the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, we try to get the best guests, the best insight, and more. I'm going to get Solomon Tetman on this week to talk about the tackle position. Going to get Solomon Tetman on this week to talk about the linebackers he's evaluated. If you haven't checked out his work, you can. He writes for us, LockedOnBengals.com. Player profiles, we call them prospect spotlights of potential players the Bengals could consider in April's NFL Draft. And with the Combine here coming up this week and this weekend, perfect time to start diving into the draft. But uh, just a heads up, free agency obviously comes before the draft. Two things to be on the lookout for. One, I already have about 2,000 words down, and it's going to get, uh, it's continuing to grow. I have an off-season plan, a plan for the Bengals, a plan that I'm going to write about, uh, complete, and publish at LockedOnBengals.com. I expect it to be up within the next 24 hours, barring any snags. That's what we're looking at, and that's what, um, so yeah, I wouldn't tease it if I wasn't close to the end of it. I worked on it over the weekend. I did my due diligence, and I play GM, my off-season plan. And uh, it's very un-Mike Brown-like, so I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Maybe you'll hate it. I don't know, but uh, be on the lookout for that as well. I want to start with the news, really, of the day. If you're talking about Bengals news, the news of the day came from Adam Schefter. And Adam Schefter, ESPN, you know him, (laughs) obviously. And here's what Adam Schefter tweeted. I woke up to this. Um... He tweeted it out at 7.26 in the morning. He said, quote, NFL teams have begun to be notified that the Bengals' free agent to be tight end Tyler Eifert, who underwent microdisc surgery last season, was cleared last week by Dr. Robert Watkins to participate in OTAs this spring and play in 2018. So Eifert cleared. What does it mean? Well, a lot of you think, oh, let's just let him walk out the door. All right. Now I get it. Last week I talked and I said I'd consider franchise tagging Eifert. I I get it. That might be too rich for you. Totally understand that. Totally understand it. Here's the thing. There's no way in hell I'm letting that walk out the door. I'm going to say a statement and you're going to call me crazy. You're going to call me crazy. But it's true. Tyler Eifert, a healthy Tyler Eifert, the guy we've seen, is harder to find than Andy Dalton. I'm serious. That guy who can run routes like a wide receiver but play tight end and block like he can, he's the second best player that Andy Dalton's thrown a pass to. And a lot of fans just want him to walk out the door. Let him walk. Hey, see ya, Eifert. Good riddance. I got that on Twitter. Good riddance. He's missed 51% of their regular season games. You're right. You're absolutely right. What are you going to say if he has a resurgence. 
And is 2015 Eifert for the next five years for Pittsburgh or New England or Seattle or Dallas or Indianapolis or whatever or Oakland? What are you going to say? Because I will say I told you so. I don't like I don't want an elite talent to leave. It's almost like if you're in a serious something very serious, a serious relationship. It's so serious, right? And and we've all been through breakups whether it's high school, college, uh, at post college, now in your 40s, whatever it is, you've been through breakups. Don't break up with someone and you learn this through experience. Don't break up with someone if you think it could be worked out. Like in life, sometimes we get to to go back and say, oh, yeah, nope, hey, 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 no, no, no. Let's get back together. You let Eifert leave. There is no going back on it. There's none. You might be able to let Susie leave when you're 17 and get back with her when you're 19. <laughs> All right? That might be able to happen. The odds of you being able to let Tyler Eifert walk out that door, well, if he becomes a star elsewhere, the last thing he's going to do is come back to Cincinnati. That's the last thing he's going to do. So you ask yourself, and the Bengals need to ask themselves, are you okay with Eifert being a star elsewhere? And that includes division rivals. Again, are you okay with Tyler Eifert being a star player elsewhere? If the answer is no, then you try to sign him with a reasonable deal. If the answer is not, we think he can still be good, then keep him around. If you think he's washed, then let him go. That's the only thing. Or if he gets paid too much. Outside of that, why wouldn't you keep him? Why wouldn't you? And the other thing... So many of you, and I tweeted this out, so many of you, and not just fans, analysts, people, Andy Dalton, build around him. Build around Andy. He's good enough. I get destroyed for for suggesting otherwise. Fine. By the way, my offseason plan is building around Andy. There's a spoiler. There's there's part of the spoiler alert. So you guys will like that. Because I'm talking about winning in 2018 in that piece that I'm writing. But... You want to build around Andy, and yet you're going to cite 2015 as the year to do it, of the proof. See, Andy Dalton can be an MVP caliber player with the right talent around him. See, see, that's proof. Well, if that's the proof, then why in the world do the Bengals keep letting the best players from that team go? The best players, the best weapons, the guys that insulated Andy Dalton, protected Andy Dalton, helped Andy Dalton get to where he was, caught pass from Andy Dalton. Because if you let Eifert walk, who's left from that offense? Geo and A.J. Green. Everyone else is gone. <laughs> Everyone. All the skill players are different. Eifert would be gone. Marvin Jones, obviously. Sanu, gone. So you can't tell me that. And get me on board with that. And I get it. You can make the case why well, Andrew Whitworth was old. Kevin Zeitler got overpaid. Marvin Jones wanted to be the one. And Mohamed Sanu got overpaid. Eifert injured, blah, blah, blah. All right. But I just keep hearing excuses about how you're not keeping around some of the talent. Like at some point, it's a you problem. At some point, I look at it and say, well, Marvin Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Andrew Whitworth, Kevin Zeitler, da, 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 da. And I go down the list and list and list and list. And I'm like... It's not like they went out and they're going to go out and go get a better tight end than Tyler Eifert. Again, he's hard to find. This year, I can find Andy Dalton in free agency. I can find him. His name is Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, maybe even Teddy Bridgewater. 
all guys that compare to be as good as Andy. Some think Teddy's better than Andy and just been injured and hasn't had weapons, which Teddy hasn't had weapons. So to me, man, if you want to build around Andy, fine, I'm on board. But letting his second-best weapon, receiving threat that he's ever had in his career go when he's on your team and in his prime and cleared to go, you got to think twice about it. you got to think long and hard about it. Because if you do it, you're never, ever, ever, ever going to be able to take that back. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. We'll get Joe Goodberry on this week to talk about that and so much more. He wrote about Andy Dalton this week for The Athletic. Can't wait to get Joe's thoughts on uh, on my thought my thoughts there honestly on that exact thing and we tweeted back and forth a little bit this morning if you follow us on twitter but it's uh it'll certainly be something worth monitoring make sure you check out lockedonbengals.com how john ross can make andy dalton a top 10 quarterback if the bengals what their needs are their strengths are if they need a tight end if they need a linebacker, et cetera. Plus, A.J. McCarron is excited to get an opportunity to compete. That and more on the website, LockedOnBengals.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine. We do it every single day. Do you remember way back in the season when Marvin Lewis said this? Well, he's had, you know, as I, you know, give you the, you guys asked for the John Ross update each day. Um, you know, if you count the number of weeks it's been, you know, I think it's been four now. Last week was four, uh, where he's had a couple practices every week, three, you know, three, four. So to, to get acclimated. But again, the thing that I told him, and uh, it was great because Andy was with him, was, was in the hall with him on Tuesday, that for Andy against that coverage to throw him that football, he should understand how the quarterback feels about him. And he expects him to be where he needs to be. And that he let, you know, his teammates down, he let me down, he let Andy down. Because cause maybe that ball's not supposed to go there in that coverage. But if you do it right and you run like you can run, that ball can go there and it can be a big play for us. And uh, and that's what you got to tell the receiver can't dictate where the ball goes. The quarterback has to make the read and do what he does and then to, you know throw the ball based on what the coverage and his progression is. And in that case, he chose John. And he made a nice throw, put the ball where it needed to be, and it ended up from you to me away. And had he been running, likely he catches it. So that's Marvin Lewis, and he, he was on John Ross, and he was like, oh, you you disappointed your team, you let your team down, you let your coaches down, you let your quarterback down, blah, 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 blah. And he goes on and on and on and on and on. Well, John Ross spoke to Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com, and he said multiple things. He talked about his body being a, a problem. I'll probably write about this at LockdownBengals.com. But the quote that stands out to me, and the thing – 
th- there are a couple things here, but Ross takes the blame. Quote, I'm the one who did it. I'm the one who fumbled. I'm the one who ran a poor route. There are things that, um, there are always things to correct, always things to do better. Things are going to happen, but it's not the end of the road. I've got a lot of things to prove, still, a lot, still have a lot of work to do. If it was easy, I wouldn't want to do it. I want them to think this kid has overcome adversity. He doesn't want to be remembered for the fastest man at the Combine. He said, I'm tired of hearing that. Because the Combine's this week, so they interviewed John Ross. Totally understand it. Totally get it. And I hope he's right. Like, I I talked about this last week a little bit with Dre Kirkpatrick and and when we were talking about McShay's mock. Like, no matter what you think of the Ross pick, if you're a Bengals fan, you should want him to be like Deshaun Jackson (laughs) 2.0. You should want him to, to be catching balls and being a deep threat and just dominating. But I feel like a lot of fans, and not, not maybe you, but a lot of fans want to be right. You would probably accuse me of that. You, you think, and I get it, James wants to be right about John Ross, so he's going to look at it a certain way. And honestly, the year one of John Ross sucked. It was injuries. It was the very short-lived with very few plays. I, I, all of it. I need him to be... In position, I need to put himself in position to have success next year. Sure, absolutely I do. But ultimately, no matter who the Bengals pick in April, I hope they have success. Hell, yes, I do. If you're a fan, and very rarely do I do this, but I've grown up in Cincinnati my entire life. I'm a fan. I want John Ross to go to the Pro Bowl next year alongside A.J. Green. I want them to be the best, most dynamic wide receiver duo in the league. Do I think that's going to happen? No. Do I think wide receiver's an issue? Sure. But hopefully John Ross can be the, the, the solvent to that issue. Put the bed any questions to that issue. That's how I look at it. I hope that's how you do too because I'm looking here, man, and he's, John Ross, he, he, I think honestly the combine might have hurt him. The combine might have hurt him. He says, at this point it doesn't matter to me. It's not like I'm getting any royalties from it. Records are meant to be broken. If it happens, it happens. There's nothing I can do about it. I don't think he would mind losing that record. I think he wants to be successful in the league. I don't blame him. What would you rather be known for? Being fast at the combine and then not what you did on the football field or what you did on the football field? I think that's pretty simple. I'm James Rapine on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Joe Goodberry this week. Try to track down some others that will be at the Combine and um, be on the lookout. I'm serious about this. Putting in time, effort, looking at contracts, potential offers. My offseason plan for the Cincinnati Bengals. It will be here before you know it. And when it is, I will let you know here on the podcast. I will tweet it out at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Short podcast today. We will have be jam-packed with guests this week though um follow on twitter at james erpine 6100 let's make that number higher I-, I love every single one of you though every single one of you for listening for following on twitter also at locked on Bengals. until tomorrow i'm james erpine thank you so much for listening to the locked on Bengals podcast hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.